Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and objectionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice by a licensed therapist. Listener discretion is advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, loneliness, all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who chose to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Midweek Ponder from Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity, where we kind of ponder infidelity altogether, what it means to some people, good or bad. People can send in what their thoughts are, or we review an article. But I'm going to actually hop into today's pretty quick because I'm actually um, going to read an article that I found through uh, Twitter, and I have been following this person. Um, his uh, Twitter account is called Overcoming Infidelity, and his handle is at Infidelity Scars. Is that right? Handle? Twitter? Twitter name? I don't know. I guess I'm too old to really know. But um, he posts things from both sides of infidelity, whether it be from the cheater side or from the person who was betrayed. And he posted an article by somebody else. Um, and it's called Why Why Can't You Stop? And it discusses relapsing. Um, and he goes on to write, here's a great piece that Rick did a while ago on a touchy subject. So the Twitter feed takes me to an, another website, and it's called affairrecovery.com. And this article was written by Rick Reynolds, LCSW, founder and president of Affair Recovery. So this is all his website and all these um, articles and things on this site, I believe, you know, stem from him. And I have actually seen him talk on YouTube. He has a... um, uh, YouTube, where he shows videos and gives tips, and he's he's good. He really is good. But I found that this was a good thing to touch on. I mean, we've talked about whether or not, you know, people feel that um, cheating can become addictive. If Is it a sex addiction? You know, what is it? But this is about relapsing. So when you think that you're doing well, and then you are steady for a while, and then you slip back into that. And uh, I think that it's probably, this is my opinion, more common. Um, I know for a fact that it happened with me. I was good for about a year, and I slipped back into uh, my habits, um, needing that excitement, needing that thrill, that chase, all of that again. So I can understand, um, you know, how it could be considered relapsing. Infidelity. Both women and men alike have found themselves in situations where they have become unfaithful to their spouse or partner. 
On the podcast, Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, you hear stories from women who have been unfaithful, but want to share their stories to help others in similar situations or to help other people understand why sometimes infidelity happens. But there is still so much more. How does a man cope when he finds out that his wife, girlfriend, or partner has cheated? What are the reasons why a man chooses to cheat? Are they similar to why a woman does? Or maybe you are the other man or the other woman in a relationship. I knew in my gut that she was still at least chatting with him. She denied it. Our marriage languished. I was miserable. No trust, no romance, no sex. I felt completely unwanted and undesired. About a year later, and still zero sex, my wife left for work and forgot her phone. Not long before that, I happened to see her type her passcode, so I tried it. Unlocked. I knew I was invading her privacy, but my gut told me she was hiding something. She was. To hear the rest of this story and other stories like this, please visit the website rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link. For a $3 a month pledge, you will get access to these additional episodes as well as early access to regularly released episodes. If you have a story that you would like to be considered for a future podcast, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. All submissions will always be anonymous. And always remember, no judgment. So the article states, relapse, why can't you stop? About 10 years ago, I had a client who I deemed, quote, the king of relapse. Week after week, he'd faithfully come to his session, and week after week, he would tell me how he'd screwed up. About eight weeks into the process, I finally asked, quote, Do you really believe this behavior's not optional? Absolutely, he replied. Quote, Then I'm confused. I've always believed behaviors are a far better indicator of a person's belief system than words, And looking at your behaviors, I'd have to say that your actions don't match what you say you believe. Looking at your behaviors, it seems you've got to believe there are times when the behavior is acceptable. What do your actions really say about your belief system? End quote. Well, he said, quote, It seems my behaviors say that I believe it's okay as long as I'm really miserable and need an escape. I believe it's okay if I avoid getting caught doing the behavior, and that it's okay if I've worked really hard to avoid the behavior but just can't withstand the pressure. Quote, do you really want to stop? I asked. It wasn't until he truthfully answered that question that Joe began to change. It's one thing to wish you wouldn't act a certain way. It's another to draw a line in the sand and decide it's, quote, not optional, end quote. 
Joe began by identifying the behaviors that he felt were inconsistent with how he wanted to be. Then, he identified the behaviors he believed were healthy and consistent with his beliefs and nature. Finally, he made a list of behaviors he just wasn't sure were good or bad, but wasn't willing to give up. That exercise eliminated many of his excuses and set a course of action. Life has a way of creating difficult situations. At any given moment, something can trigger intense pain, harsh disappointments, or rogue desires, and in that moment, we're compelled to respond. In those moments, I know how I want to act, but there are plenty of times I've failed to act that way. There have been many things I've wanted to change, but did I really make the old behavior, quote, not optional, or was I just hoping good intentions would make the change occur? Change may be what I want, but as the saying goes, quote, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, end quote. Infidelity has a way of bringing out the worst in the best of us and the best in the worst of us. To heal and ultimately move forward, we've got to accept who we really are and be intentional about how we want to live. It's true for both the betrayed and unfaithful mate. If we don't take the time to consider and answer those questions in the cool of the moment, there's a strong likelihood that we'll be like a chip of wood on a stormy waters tossed to and fro by the emotional upheaval created by life's circumstances. I tell couples the best time to work on your marriage or be proactive in recovery is to do recovery work when things are good and positive momentum is in place. To snap into action when circumstances are out of control makes the entire process that much harder. You have to try and calm the chaos and then put it into practice new principles of peaceful behavior, and it's twice as hard to gain new ground. Sex Addicts Anonymous has an interesting exercise called the three circles. Just segueing here, I will have a link to this article on my podcast notes so you guys will be able to actually see what this little uh, exercise truly looks like. But it basically looks like a bullseye. On the outer circle, it says healthy responses. The middle circle says not sure. And in the bullseye center, it says not optional. How do you want to respond to life's difficulties? Do you want to be true to your committed way of life, or do you want to act in ways that are counter to your nature? These are decisions you need to make in a state of calm, not in a moment of passion. If you love your life, then it's pragmatically smart to avoid behaviors that will damage your relationship and recovery. If you're hurting or frustrated, and life's not going the way you like, it won't be long until the allure of acting in ways counter to your nature may soon outweigh your desire to respond in love. The only problem is acting contrary to your nature not only hurts others, it also hurts you. Infidelity creates a pain like no other, and each time that pain is triggered, you are faced with a two-choice dilemma. Do you let the pain drag you to behaviors that you really don't want, 
or do you choose a path that brings life for yourself and others? To make that decision, you must first determine how you don't want to be. The, quote, three circles exercise from Sex Addicts Anonymous provides a great tool to decide how you want to respond and how you don't want to respond. As the old saying goes, quote, people never plan to fail. They just fail to plan, end quote. Don't let life's tragedies lead you to behaviors and actions that you never intended. Let's encourage you to take a moment and consider, what are your standards? The inner circle. These are response patterns you know are counter to who you are and how you want to be. They are bottom line behaviors that want you to make, quote, not optional. These might include acting out sexually, drinking, excessive shopping, physical violence, or verbal abuse. Determine what behaviors in your life you want to make, quote, not optional. The outer circle. These are behaviors that you believe are healthy and life-giving. This is the way you'd like to be remembered. Making a conscious effort to maximize these behaviors can bring life to others and self. The middle circle. These are questionable ways of responding to the pain of life, and you're not sure if they're good or bad. They may seem appropriate and justified in the pain of the moment, but you're just not sure. At a fair recovery, we say, quote, my mate's never my problem. My mate just reveals the problem in me, end quote. If you want to discover your own defects of character, all that's needed is letting your mate deeply wound you and you'll experience all the ways your soul has yet to be conformed to love. In these moments, we are all tempted to act in ways contrary to love. If you haven't predetermined how you want to respond, you'll remain a victim of your emotions and there's a good chance that your responses may well take you places you don't want to go. Now, please don't hear me saying that your feelings or your intuitions are invalid. Feelings are a real and meaningful part of our existence, even the really strong ones. But intense emotions also create a demand for action. And that response, if we fail to plan, may lead us astray and cause us to hurt ourselves or others. It is important to be true to ourselves and think through who we really are and how we really want to be. I'd encourage you to take a moment and fill out the three circles. You'll find it if you stay the course. You may also want to consider getting infidelity-specific help for your own recovery to prevent relapse and find healing for you and your spouse. To work through recovery together, consider joining an EMS online course for couples. There is a different workbook for each spouse, so not only will you receive the help you need individually, you'll gain a better understanding of what your mate is experiencing as well. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I found that article to be very helpful and interesting. And uh, I will have, like I mentioned before, the link to this website article on my own podcast notes so you guys can take a look at it and even try the little circles exercise and see what you guys think. 
I appreciate you listening to today's episode. Next Wednesday, we will have another midweek ponder. And then also on Sunday, April 26th, Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity will have a new episode releasing as well. If you would like to submit your thoughts on infidelity, do you oppose it? Do you um, agree with it? And why? Send in a little something. Please send me an email. Uh, and I would love to be able to share it on a future podcast. Also, if you have uh, cheated on your husband or partner, and you would like to share your story on our regular Sunday episodes of Raw Truth, please send me an email to rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Also, if you're a man who has cheated or his wife has cheated on him or girlfriend or the other man or the other woman, and you would also like to submit a story, you are more than welcome to do that. Again, the email is rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. If you're interested in extra episodes, be sure to check out our Patreon by visiting my website, and that's Raw Truth, the stories of femaleinfidelity.com. Click on the Patreon link and it'll take you through the process to get signed up for that. So until next time, take care. Hope you have a great day. And remember, no judgment. Goodbye. Goodbye.